Welcome to Aflame with Love for Christ, homilies to set your heart ablaze with love for the good Lord. My name is Father Joseph Gill, a priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, Connecticut, and you've joined us on the 18th Sunday of Ordinary Time. Some of you may have known that the founder of Domino's Pizza, a man by the name of Tom Monahan, is an immensely wealthy person, and he's also a devout Catholic. During the 1980s, when he had amassed a huge fortune, he kind of went on a spending spree, really just trying to live out his childhood dreams. He, brought, he bought the, pi- the private jet, the Bugatti, and it even got to the point that he bought the Detroit Tigers, and he owned them for several years. One of his hobbies was he loved architecture, and so he started work on a multi-million dollar home inspired by Frank Lloyd Wright. But all of this changed in 1992, when he happened to pick up C.S. Lewis's book, Mere Christianity. And when he started reading that book, he was kind of struck to the heart when, Saint, uh, when C.S. Lewis spoke about how pride is the root of all sin. Pride is just living for our ego, boasting about our accomplishments, and really just living a self-indulgent lifestyle. He was struck to the heart, and he realized that despite all of his public Catholicism, he was living that self-indulgent lifestyle. He was spending all his money on himself, on his goods, and, and he, he knew he had to change. And so he quickly sold the Detroit Tigers— He stopped construction on this dream house, and it still sits there just half finished. And he really just started to live kind of a simpler life. He started to attend daily mass and go to to confession regularly and pray a daily rosary. And finally, in the late 1990s, he sold Domino's Pizza for over $1 billion. That's a lot of money. And he has since used that money to spread the Catholic faith. He founded a great Catholic university in Florida, Ave Maria University, with a law school, He rebuilt a cathedral in Nicaragua that had been damaged by an earthquake, and he funds a number of pro-life organizations. Here's a man who could have used that wealth for himself and for self-indulgence, but instead realized that it was given to him to bring souls to heaven. You know, I think that's such a great parallel, or great really kind of contrast, to the man in today's gospel. Here's a man in today's gospel who really didn't do anything wrong. He wasn't an adulterer, he wasn't a murderer, he didn't cheat anybody, he didn't lie. But it was what he didn't do that had him condemned as a fool. He had all of this amazing wealth, but it was in a time when the majority of the population struggled to find their next meal. And so with his lack of generosity, he deprived others of their basic needs. Tolstoy had a great quote when he said that, I am a participant in a crime if I have extra food and another has none. I am a participant in a crime if I have extra food and another has none. You know, here in America, most of us have more than enough material goods. We've got money, we've got leisure time, we've got cars and houses and food, but these material goods really only profit us if we use them for others. Because we as Americans tend to live very self-indulgent lives. You know, we make money, but then we spend that money on ourselves, whether it be vacations or clothes or cars with all the bells and whistles, Amazon purchases, whatever. Most of the time, Our time and energy is spent upon making our life comfortable, our life indulgent. But is that really what it was given to us for? No, it wasn't. All of these material blessings were given to us that we may give them away. St. Anthony of Padua, I think, had a great analogy. He spoke about material things and earthly riches like reeds. Now, reeds are very beautiful plants, but their roots are stuck in the swamp. And when you break the reeds, they're ultimately hollow. In the same way, earthly riches have their roots in the things of this earth rather than the things of heaven. And we think they're going to make us happy, but when we dive deeper, kind of break them open, we realize that they're empty and these material things cannot lead to the deep happiness that we yearn for. 
Now, what does that mean, though? Does that mean that we're never supposed to go on vacation? Are we never supposed to buy new clothes and just shop at Goodwill for the rest of our life? No, it doesn't. So what is it that God expects of us? God is actually very crystal clear in Scripture. He expects us to do something called tithing. You may say, what in the world is tithing? Because we as Catholics don't talk much about tithing. Tithing is a practice of giving 10% to God. In the Old Testament, Israel was required to give God the top 10% of their flocks and their fields. So their vegetables, their fruits, and and their sheep. We too are encouraged to tithe, to give 10% of our gross income to the Lord, whether it's directly to the church or whether it's to charity. Now I know when people talk about giving to the church, I always hear the complaint, well, the church talks about money way too much. Really, it's not about trying to make money. In me talking about tithing, it's really trying to worry about your soul because the souls of men and women can so easily be snared by the lure of money. And Mother Teresa said that we ought to always give until it hurts. If we only give our excess and we're just saving plenty of room for luxuries, then we're still living self-indulgently. We should be denying ourselves the things that we don't really need. You know, that fifth pair of shoes, that extra dinner out, that leather interior, that trip to Cancun— Really, because the money doesn't belong to us. It belongs to God. And consider how it can be used for God and how it can be truly invested for our spiritual profit. When we give to the church, for example, we're really helping the most critical mission on earth, which is to bring souls to heaven. When we give to the poor, we're giving to Jesus Christ in disguise. And there's no better use for this money that we have, for these possessions that we have, than to give it away for this most critical mission of bringing souls to heaven and serving Christ himself in the poorest of the poor. Plus, the tithing frees us from undue anxieties about things. You know, as they say, more money, more problems. When we have more money, more possessions, we worry about them a whole lot more. And so when we tithe, it puts our goods into the proper perspective and realizes that our life is not about money or possessions and that we have to trust God for even to supply everything that we need. My friends, I would encourage you to tithe, not so much because the church needs money, but because you need to do it. You need to have that proper perspective on your own finances, that it all belongs to God. Give that 10% to God and to the poor. I tithe, and I have always found that God cannot be outdone in generosity. It is so true what the gospel says. That which we give away stores up the greatest profit for us, So don't store up the self-indulgent luxuries when we can store up treasures for heaven 